Pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod. Welcome along to this week's Rugby Pod. I'm your host, Andy Rowe, and I'm joined, as usual, by Big Jim Hamilton and Andy Goode. Um, this week we're brought to you by RugbyPass.com and they're offering live streaming and lots of other great content on their website at the moment, including the show, so go and check them out. Also, we're always on the lookout for our new sponsors as well and partners, so if you want to get on board or um, your company wants to get on board um, and get out to a bigger rugby audience, uh, get in touch with us on social media uh, about sponsoring the pod. Alex is here as well. We're going to come to him shortly for some social media. Who? Uh, Who? Alex, he's, he's our super fan. Oh, we've got a super fan. Yeah, we've got a super fan in the studio. Um, Alex, how are you, mate? Yeah, very well. Cheers, Jim. You sound like you're from up north. Yeah, from Macclesfield. Proper right. monkey. Yeah. Northern monkey. Yeah. Does that mean you're a tough fucker? Yeah, it means I'm a tough fucker, definitely. It, mate, you look tough. You look, like a, you look like a blonde, bigger version of Conor McGregor. Have you heard that before? No, but go on, let it spread. No, no you nailed it. I like it. I'll take that. It, yeah. there's, no, like hey, there's, no, there's no sunshine up north, though, is there? Look at no tan on him at all. <laughs> I just got back from holiday as well. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Translucent white, unbelievable. Yes, but oh, I like the look of you, mate. Last week he looked like a fat goody. Genuinely, I reckon you have scarred him for life. My mate Slug said to me, "Slug, the, yeah, Slug, the, uh, Ravo's arm. His name's Ravo. Ravo's arm." 50. Oh, Ravo's How do you arm. get a name like that? He, he, he had a big piece, didn't he? Ravo is hung like an absolute horse. He is. Okay. You've got a beer there, Alex. You're right, mate. Yeah, I've got one. Are, are you interrupting me, Andy Rogan? Yeah, for fuck's sake. So, Ravo's arm, because it's obviously like an arm. So, Ravo's arm. And then it went from Ravo's arm to 50. Oh, <laughs> Ravo's arm. Get it? Or not? Yeah, I get it. Get I was it? there. I was yeah, there. Okay, I've well, got a better story than that. I can top you on that, though. Uh, there's a guy called Keith, a.k.a. Alex Grove. Alex Keith the Teeth. The biggest teeth you've ever seen. Big hence, gap in between them. Hence why we call him Keith. Scottish rugby player. Anyway, so he has a younger brother who used to date a girl. And what's his younger brother called? Ollie Grove, isn't it? Chief. Um, so Ollie Grove's younger brother used to date this girl. Um, they split up. I think, by all accounts, it was their very first time together. Ollie Grove, he lost his uh, virginity to this young lady. Oh, my goodness. And then you go round... Five years later, Groves, he's married her. He's Groves, he's married her. her. What a lad. <laughs> so he's sharing his brother's sloppy seconds. Anyway, carry on. Mate, how <laughs> and how are you feeling after last week? Are you still flying around like Superman with your twins? Uh, yeah, logistically, quite tough. Uh, had to get rid of the Ford Mustang. No. Yeah. Mustang's gone. Mustang's gone. Midlife crisis it's, is over, is it? You know, it was, it was a present for me at the end of the last season for my part. Just sitting on the bench for <laughs> for winning the European years. Cup. Oh right, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it was only a short term present. I've had to buy a minivan, a Hyundai i eight hundred. God, it's shit. Is it, mate? It's shit. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. You should, mate, you should have thought about that before having twins, eh? Well, Just keep we, your, we didn't try to have twins. Keep your little fella in the pants every now and again. We were going right. like the clappers for a third, and then <laughs> boom, outcome two. But tough how are week. they? They're they right, mate. They're good. They're good. good. Becca, yes. right, the boss, are right? She stopped Bosses watching movies right. in bed. Or? Well, she's actually doing it. She's, she's actually pulling her weight now. Wow, good on her. Yeah, about time, mate. Pulling her weight. She made breakfast this morning. What do you have? Porridge. Nice. What do you have? This morning, fried eggs. No, I made Ella Grace pancakes, and I had a bowl of Greek yogurt with honey and strawberries. Do you know how much fat is in that Greek I yogurt? I don't give a fuck, mate. It's nice in the morning with an espresso. I'm done. But you're having that because you think that that's healthy. You're like, oh, I'm mm. going to have Greek yogurt in the morning. No, I'm, I'm going to turn healthy. things around. Yeah. I'm not. I'm doing it because it's quick. I slam it in the bowl with a few strawberries and some honey. Yeah. Bit of granola. You know, I'm you're done. You're actually looking a little bit better this oh, week. Oh, thanks, Jim. I love Jim. So, uh, what's, down, what's down, been different of your lifestyle this week? Down I mean, two kilos, mate. Are you on that juicing diet again? No, I'm thinking about starting that again. Though. Oh, yeah. And but what does that entail? What does your juice and diet Five entail? Five juices a day. 
What juice? Because there's loads of sugar in juice. No, no, it's, they're specifically made. Oh, so you buy them? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. So they, give you, they give you five throughout the day. Specific ones to start you off. A bit of ginger in it and stuff like that. It's all So all, all you can have is juice? Yeah, juice and water. Mate, you must be shitting like a Through dog. The eye of a needle. Like a dog that's eating a kilogram of <laughs> chocolate, mate. Are you... <laughs> how are your guts after that? They're, they're, yeah, they're, I'm not, the guts are all right. It's, it's the ring sting that gets you. Oh, God. <laughs> so is, is this? So you're on this juicing diet, right? No, I'm not yet. Okay, so when you got... How much do you lose in a week? Uh, I've done 5K. 5K in five days. 5K in five... Mate, that mm. can't be good. Well, it, it, it means I'm a bit smaller, so it's a good thing. Do you train? I train really hard, mate. Do you? Yeah, Matt, every day. Really? I do something Where, every day. Where's your chest gone? Mate, my chest is, has disappeared. Okay, I'm now doing hypertrophy weights. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like bodybuilding. Right. So what is hypertrophy? Hypertrophy is like high volume weights. So basically, so when, I, when, 12, when I take my shirt off in doobs in Feb, the birds are going to be like, the 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 be like, holy shit, who's that bloke? He is an athlete. That's what that's what they're going to say. Do you know the logic behind it? The strongest rugby players are always the farmers, aren't yeah, they? The Julian Kiwis. Whites. So yeah, Kiwis. It's because they've been throwing hay bales regularly. Yeah. So Guilty. doing massive reps all, yeah. <laughs> doing I, massive I, reps all the time. You say that, though. The and strongest players strong. are the farmers. The strongest rugby player I've ever played with, Henry Tuolangi. Yeah, but that, that's different. He's the, not the, a farmer. They, no, no, they're Polynesian. Mm. He's, a, he's a bloody cuzzy bro, eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, stick the pig on the barbie, eh? Oh yeah. <laughs> but he's right. Farmers what generally, was that? like Andrew Haw. What a name! Imagine yeah. being called Mister Haw. <laughs> he's a farmer. Mm. Shook yeah. his hand once. Matt, I've got bad fingers. I've got a strong hand. Matt, I'm of strong. You have. Of course you have. No, you're not. I thought to myself, you my word, hundred percent. You are not strong compared to international second rows. Well, not now. That's like me saying, oh, compared to every ten out there, I'm fit. No, I'm not. Yeah, but I'm not saying you're not that. strong. I'm not saying that I'm I'm strong. Man, I'm stronger well, you, than you, did, you just did. You just said sure I am strong. No, no, I'm, I'm I not, am sorry, strong. I'm not saying I'm words. strong as other second rows. I'm stronger than Ali Williams, and I'm stronger than Bakis both. Have you seen the nick of that guy? <laughs> have you seen? You talk about Goody and worrying for Goody's health. I tweeted a photo of Bakis both. Alex, have you seen him? I, did, I actually asked a question in the pod the week after. And what are your thoughts? I mean, he. he... He looks terrible now. Yeah. You tell him that. He looks dangerous. <laughs> say it to his fucking face. No, he looks dangerous. I'm worried for him. He's not coming on, is he? He's no. not going to walk through the door Well, now. maybe. We might see him at the white collar boxing. You never <laughs> know. He might walk through. How's that going? Yeah, let's talk about this. Didn't you meet Mahler over the weekend? Oh, I saw mate, a picture Jim, that Jim Goody tweeted. Jim absolutely choked it, didn't he? Was that a Matt Hampson dinner on stage? And Jim's like, oh, hello, Jim. No, no. How are you, my I've friend? I've never seen a Mohican shake. This Mohican was on top of it. It was vibrating. He was shit scared. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. He's, he's walked up to me. I was like, right, here we go. We're having it now. I'm fresh as a daisy. Comes up, asks me if there's a problem. And I say, you tell me. <laughs> his dad and his agent are at the side of the stage. Like they're like, Mohicans no. as well? Or? Uh, Dad's got a Mohican, yeah. Has he? Yeah, yeah. He's got one of them tribal tattoos. Right. Yeah. Um, didn't want it. Didn't want it. Asked well, him outright. Well, no doubt he doesn't want it. Of course Mate, he don't. He plays for England. He's an in international rugby player, British Lion. Yeah. Why does he need to fight a nobody like you? Profile. He doesn't need that. No, no. Like I said. We said it's for the Matt Hampson Foundation, oh, okay. for the profile mm. of that. Genuinely, he was like, look, you know, I'd, I'd go in there, you know, a couple of rounds. It'd be like one of them. You watch Audley Harrison versus David Hay, where Audley Harrison didn't throw a punch. Oh, that's pathetic. He's like, I'll come in, but I'm worried for my life. He even said to me that I ain't going to get insurance. Like, you're a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Jim lying he said again. that. But yeah, Marla was scared. Because um, the photo I saw, it, it looked the other way around. It did. Mate, he's big. 
Like, so I was there. I was, it's one of them things, you know, like you yeah, have a stand-off at a weigh-in. You could see your head thinking that. Yeah, so I'm thinking, like, his head's a lot bigger than mine. You know, I was just thinking about angles. Like, so you know, right. you yeah. were thinking if he goos, you're fucked. That's what you were thinking. Mate, he scored a good try at the weekend. Good pick Did. and go, mate. And I watched that. I thought, oh, a bit powerful. Like, in the first round or whatever, I'm just going to have to, like, move him around. Like, get him with a jab and then, boom! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just send him down in Chinatown and then have a mad party after and I'll be like the boss like sitting in the in the chair at the you top. see Jim spends a lot of time on his own dreaming of these things doesn't he <laughs> just inventing stories about himself I've turned very weird after no you haven't yeah. turned weird mate yeah I'm weird you are weird a lot of people do say I'm weird good weird though mate you're a good bloke I'm a good, good yeah. weird. trying to bring double denim back in as well well I wore a shirt today I was going to comment on that you're looking sharp yeah it's the first week of the Champions Cup the lead up so got dressed up for the occasion but because of Mrs. Zane at home. Well, she's only just got home, sorry. I've got no effing socks. I've got no socks. I've got white gym socks on. Mate, she is... Well, she, she's, she's been doing more. She cooked breakfast, like I said, mm. this morning. Well, that's how to book but her ideas mate. up. It, genuinely. You should call her right now and tell her off. Genuinely, this isn't showbiz. <laughs> no, no. She, I'd love she, to hear She's that. at the hospital now. She's at the hospital now. The cool twins her, are getting bigger. The twins are on the boob. It is a celebration. Should have a beer? The twins are on the boob today. Let's have a beer. They're on the boob. They're on the boob. They're on the boob. Yeah, crack open now. So the twins are on the boob today. You you had a go as well, or? I actually asked. I, yeah, my <laughs> missus thinks I'm weird. She's like, "Why are you saying weird things like this all the time?" So the twins on the boob. So the twins yeah, on the boob. Is, the twins, twins on the, on the boob. boob. Listen to this. I've not told anyone this, right? Go so on. I I've not even told you this, Goody. This is going to be big. Well, it was going to be big. So I got down. Well, not not down. I got casted to go in Celebrity Jungle. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I went for the casting. Didn't get it. Found out last week. Didn't get it. Why? What? Well, the casting was an interesting thing. So I went to the offices in ITV, thought, I am fucking in here. They were loving it. You didn't tick the boxes for celebrity? It was well, so you didn't know who the fuck he was, yeah. Well, I, I think basically, if you look at who's gone on, it's you, what, what you normally get in I'm a Celebrity is you get like your superstars. Like, mm. So Boris Becker's going on, but he's skint, so he needs the money. And then you get the Desperados, your Kerry Katonas. And where, then you get, where do you sit in that? I'm I'm in the middle, so I th- I think I'm like kind of one of the middle fellows who goes in. I'm like the glue of the camp, and that's how I try to sound myself. So they're asking me questions like, "I'm scared of spiders." I'm like, "No, I ain't scared of anything." <laughs> that's like, probably where you went wrong. Yeah, you've got yeah. to say, "Yeah," and I freak out with all those creepy crawlers. I hate them. Yeah, but like, come on, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I just hit hit them with honesty. I said I was a little bit scared of heights, like bungees and stuff. Casting went great. Did you tell me you choked going off, jumping off the? Tower in Auckland. I'd said I didn't like heights with bungee ropes. Right. That's what I said. So that's, yeah. You bottled that, So I'm not an adre- adrenaline junkie. I, I had the casting before New Zealand. Oh, did you? Yeah. The casting before New Zealand, all looking good. Boom. They've gone for Ben Cohen. And Boris Becker. I'm, I'm not... I was too expensive. I'm not taking the mickey here. So they've gone Ben Cohen against Jim Hamilton. Ben Cohen did... What did he, he did? Strictly. Strictly. Ben Cohen is World Cup winner. When? In in the 80s? 2003. Well, when um, mate, that was 100 years ago. Ben Cohen, uh, he's got a decent profile. He obviously knocked off one of the uh, one of the dancers. He, coincidentally, I think Joe Carzaghi had a go on the year before. Well, there you go. So I'm not um, in that world. So this is all showbiz. And then you've gone in and gone, hi, Jim Hamilton. No, no, no. That's Scot- not showbiz. Sc- Scottish rugby player. Uh, played for Scotland 69 times, 66 times, won three games. Sat on the bench for Saracens Hang twice uh, in the European Cup finals. Played two minutes. And they went, I didn't know Scotland played rugby, mate. No, no. They, they wanted me to go through the remit. I said, restaurant owner, better half of the second best sports and hobbies podcast. So they said, said I've got that. Um, property developer, um, well-dressed man, 
athletic physique. Like they, they had the lot. They had the whole remit, and it just weren't enough. I could there be on go. standby though. There we go. If I would have, st- if I would have got in, if I would have got in there, I would have kept the Ford Mustang. Mustang, Saturday. I would have kept it, but no, I didn't get what, in. What are they paying for you? Go on well, there. this is it. So Ravo, the slug, he was my agent. He's pitched me high, I think. I don't know. I reckon it's hundred grand for me. Maybe a little bit less. Cohen's gone in for that. I've heard Boris Becker's getting half a mil. He needs it. He's uh, skin. Yeah, he's lost. He's lost fifty mil. Or fifty something. mil or something. Really? Yeah. Fifty mil. And he had a, he knocked up that bird in the cupboard in Nobu, didn't he? Man, this is the thing. He's knocking up birds in Nobu. Fifty mil. That 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 for me ain't showbiz. That's just ridiculous. You've not knocked up any birds in Nobu. Man, I'm just a normal. That's where you're going wrong. I'm mate. just That's a normal you... man making his way in showbiz. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Tom Hardy. Oh, like, stop it! Do you know what I mean? I just get on. Should we talk rugby? This I just, is, man, I just get on. I just get on. on. I want to hear how it's like under the radar. Hardy. He walks around Richmond. I walk around the Cotswolds. It's like there's no biggie. We just get on with it, and we've both got great tats. We're both in great shape. You can see a guy now that spent a, a decade plus in a rugby environment with teammates that abuse the life out of him, and he gives as good as he gets. But then he steps out of the game, and his stories get more and more ludicrous. He walks around, like he says, he walks the dog in the Cotswolds. I am this sort of bloke. I am this hero. I am this. Le-. He calls himself Jim the Legend Hamilton. Someone shouted that at me. <laughs> Someone shouted at it. me, I and I've it. taken it. How do you think it. the negotiations went? So you'll eat a bollock, fifty grand. They asked me that. Well, they asked me that. They asked me how, what I'm like with eating stuff. So, so basically, they asked me scenarios. They said, so if you're in the jungle, and someone doesn't do the tasks. So they had a woman that was in there, Helen Flanagan, before. They didn't do any of the tasks. So no one ate for like a week. Fuck, but, I, could, I could do with that. Well, that, I said that. I said I've got a mate who could probably benefit from being in it. It could be like therapy. <laughs> but I didn't want to pitch you because you're loaded. So you don't need any more money. And I, I basically said, like, you know, after a while I'd be, at the beginning I'd be okay, but after a while I'd get pissed off. I'd say, look, you know, you need to sort out what's going on. And that was it. That did you? I think that might have done me. I think that the whole equality and you don't speak to women like that might have done me. I don't know. What, what about what about the rabbits? Are you tell about the rabbit. Yeah, I said. I said I'm quite happy to eat um, swing animals. A, swing a rabbit around, whack it on its head, eyes pop out, and eat it. I've told them everything. Talk, did you I give ju- them the big Vern story? I gave them my life story. I don't think they believed me. They were like, there is not a chance that what this bloke is saying has actually happened, and everything I told them was true. And it started scrapping in Coventry Kebab House all those exactly. years ago. Yeah. Filled in Akbash. It was Akbash. He had a belt in his hand. <laughs> We're fighting over a kebab. He had it. Sinclair's seven-week ban. What do you guys make of that? Because we, I said twelve, and you guys said a whole lot more. You, six he's months lucky. or nine no, he's months. Lucky. I think I said originally. I said six months. Then I thought about it. I think you went eighteen. Did you go eighteen? Twenty-four weeks. Well, I went eighteen. I, weeks, I thought you went twenty 12. weeks. I thought you. Well, you initially said it. Six you, months. You said yeah. six months, and I was like twenty, which is obviously close to six months. Entry points twelve weeks. I I cannot believe he's it. lucky boy, isn't he? They've basically given him mitigation of five weeks because he didn't injure the player. But he also pleaded not guilty. Listen, he's gone in there, and I know Richard Smith, the QC, has gone in. And if when you go in, you think, right, what's the best case scenario? What's the worst case scenario? For me, I reckon he's gone in there and thought the best case scenario is probably twelve weeks. Worst case, anywhere up to a year, you know, looking at other people's bands. I know um, Julian Dupuy got done, he got done for six months, something very similar. And so there's just, you talk about consistency and stuff like that. They've let him off five weeks because there was no real injury to Patterson mm. he played on. That in itself, to me, is is ridiculous because the intent's still there. Whether you injure, whether you rip someone's eye out or not, he had his finger in his eye and he's gone back for a second dig. So he's a lucky boy, but listen, it's over now. Seven-week ban. Hopefully he can work on his anger issues. But there's no place for this intimidation, fake tough guy stuff that he does day in, day out on the pitch. So hopefully he'll come back and realise... Have you ever been gouged, Goody? 
I never went near any contact mates. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, I've been gouged twice. Have you? So first time was my own teammate. So quite a bad one. Probably the worst injury I've ever had on a rugby pitch. So we were playing Bourguin for Leicester in the European Cup. We were probably out. That's why I was playing. Um, and me and Castro Giovanni have gone. This was away, wasn't it? This was away. Horrible pissing down the rain. Yeah, yeah, that it? was yeah. it. So I played in that game. Man of the match that game. <laughs> red, red shorts. Mate, I think Generally we did. I think oh, we won actually. Yeah. So me and Castro have, have dived to tackle a player. And as we've dived towards each other, his little finger's gone knuckle deep into the back of my eye. And as I've pulled away, I've torn my eyelid. And we've had to fly back. We've gone out on the piss. Eye has literally gone up like a basketball. It's like a tennis ball with a basketball now. Eye's gone up like a basketball. And then, because if ball ground's such a hard place to get to, I've got to Leicester, gone to A&E. And because my eye was so swollen, I had to have surgery. I had to put like these rods in my eye to open it up. And I had 20 stitches to reconstruct my eyelid. But you remember that night, though? Do you remember that night in the hotel? Johnny Murphy. What was the physio called? Ruth. Oh, gosh. Is it Ruth? No, I thought it was... Let's call her Jenna. No, it's the one that... Ruth sent off. Let's go through. The one that Oogie had a dig on as well. The little one? Yeah. <laughs> Johnny May. Uh, Johnny May. Johnny Murphy was... Splinter. Pesting. Yeah, Splinter. Splinter. <laughs> yeah, Splinter. Yeah. Was pesting around the pool, wasn't he? Yeah. Screaming. Is that a common <laughs> we thing? We heard these screams. What? It's a common thing, the physio. Yeah. Isn't that the common theme everywhere around World you... Rugby? Well, I don't know. You guys have lived it. Not me, so I wouldn't know. Is why, it a why common? Point, why are you pointing the finger at Jim? Why are you pointing I, no, I, was, I, was, I was spreading my hands at both of you. You won't. Anyway, it, move on. Is it a common thing? Is there a team you've been in that it hasn't happened? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Alex, either. our captain lives with the physio. Your, Your captain? captain? Yeah, together. Been together for years. And is that how they is met? Is she a girl? That's how they met. Yes, yeah, she is. She's yeah, a girl. Yeah. And There's nothing wrong she... with it if it was a boy, though, Jim. But I know. I just said, I said before, Adam and Steve, no problem. But this is Adam and Eve. <laughs> so, so Eve, Eve works at the uh, works at the club. Uh, yeah. Has she been friends with any of the boys before? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Uh, yeah, but there yeah. is always someone, isn't there? There's always someone. Or it's you because you're not admitting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's gone all bashful. And he's the captain, is he? Yeah, it's not me. It's definitely That's not. you. Drop for next week, son. He's <laughs> yeah. not playing again. <laughs> the but physios yeah. have the physios have had a hard time this year with all the injuries. Uh, Quinn's apparently got 45 percent of their Top line players out. Wasps have been struggling a lot. Goody. Well, Wasps are struggling, mate. They're in the rele- they're in a relegation are fight. You dreaming, Jim? They're bottom three uh, in football. They'd be going down. There's, yeah, well, because three go down in football. Well, there one, you go. There's one go down in the Premiership, mate, and that's either London Irish or Worcester. End of story. You're in the relegation battle. Oh come on, whether Jim. you like it or not. We've lost four on the spin, right? Since okay. you've been there. No, this is the thing. This is what you got. You no, keep, you, you keep, just said no. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. You keep saying this. <laughs> I started my role in corporate hospitality and we haven't won a game on the field. Nothing I can do about that. But my God, corporate sales have gone through the roof. Can yeah. we go back to on-field shenanigans, yeah. right? So we've lost four games on the spin. But you've been smashed in four games. We haven't been smashed yeah, in four games. Yeah, you have. Mate, we sent the kids. We sent a young team yesterday. We had an 18-year-old come off the bench, a 19-year-old starting. And Sarri's had your best team out, Bar Vunapola and Schaltberger and Owen Farrell. Three pretty good players, to be fair. But we only lost by 19 points. Michael and we, Rhodes, and we, and we Sean gift, Maitland. We gifted you two tries. I thought, Wasp, where, where are they? We're, where in, are we're they? in a tough spot, uh, but we will bounce back. Oh, Danny Cipriani on the phone. Hello, Danny. How are you, mate? How Danny, you doing? Danny, how's the injury, mate? How are you getting on? Yeah, very good, thanks. I'm just in the gym watching my friend train. Who's your friend? Uh, he's a boxer. Oh, I thought... Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so who yeah. is he, mate? Who is he? David Hay. Oh, mate. Oh, yes, we're going to that fight. Yeah, it's going to be a, a demolishment. Do you reckon... If you've got any money, I'll tell you to put it on it. Okay, so how is he's he... How doing is, some deadlifts. Oh, is he strong boy, is he? Tell me about your injury then, buddy. How's the knee? 
Yeah, good coming on well. Um, first couple of weeks is obviously pretty slow when you do knee injuries and you're in a brace and then you've got to slowly up it and that's what I'm in the process of doing. There's been a lot of talk at the moment about the injuries in the Premiership. Danny, have you got any sort of way around um, or any ideas on, on why there have been so many injuries or could there be something done to change the, the constant theme? Uh, yeah, I, I, I do have three and I, I don't really want to put people's noses out of joint, but it, it, to me it's pre-seasons. It, they're probably too long. I agree. Um, I think <laughs> emphasis is based on a lot of... A lot of training as opposed to intense training. There's a difference in doing it. But a lot of them are trauma injuries which are induced as well. And I'm not calling out any conditioners here or saying anything negative upon them. It's a, a, a general thing. This is just my opinion. Um, my, my best preseason I ever had was with um, Margot Wells. And it was all based on speed and intensity. And I felt fit for the entire season. And I'm not here saying any other um, conditioners don't know what they're doing. I'm not saying that because I know this subject can put people's noses out of joint but personally for me that's what I felt was best. Less is more I completely agree. Does Dan Barr know that you, you, you just said that Danny or? See you see how many times there I said I'm trying not to put his <laughs> nose out of joint. <laughs> he's a crazy, hey mate never cross Dan Barr he's a crazy motherfucker. But that's not, but the thing is with Dan is he's actually one of the conditioners who will go out of his way to learn more do more and he actually um, you know he wants to learn he wants to do more and he's, and he's always trying to find the newest latest best thing so that's by no way a negative towards um, Dan. It's more just the general feel I've had in rugby over the last 10 years. Yeah, to be fair to Dan, he had to look after me for two years as well. So um, Yeah, he, he did a great job. Mate, he, deal, he deals with some de- decent athletes. He did a athletes. great job. He de- <laughs> mate, yeah. he, he deals with some decent athletes, I tell you. Uh, Sips, um, very great diplomatic answer. Both of us are very high profile, so we've got to be careful what we say around this, this podcast. Uh, on a different note, you're good friends with one of my good friends, Tom Evans. Uh, does very yeah. well with the ladies. Uh, have you got a girlfriend at the minute? Uh, I don't know. You've got about six on the go, haven't you, Sips? You've got, you got six. Who does better with the ladies, you say? I know. I, I don't know if there's an ongoing competition, but you know, as I say, Tom's on the front of men's health this month. He's in great shape, like my good self. Um, yeah, so who does better with the ladies, would you say? I think it's evenly, evenly split. Oh, say, okay. you know what? Tom's an exceptional character. I could give you a chat up line. Go on, give us one. I, it's just lift his shirt up and show his ad. <laughs> no of, chat. Shit, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> nah, nah, Tom's a good boy. I've known him like 10, 12 years of my life and um, we, we've had some good times. And obviously, uh, Sips, you, you know, you say those, you've had good times. He's been out in LA. You spent a bit of time out in LA. You love London. You love the smoke. How is life in Coventry on the dating scene? Um, currently focused on my rugby. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking no. to the sun, mate. Yo. <laughs> mate, we're bigger than the sun. No, no, no doubt. I think Danny Cipriani just said there's a load of swamp donkeys in Coventry, um, which is where Jim used to do all his dating, didn't he, Jim? Yeah, well, basically I went to school in Coventry. Judy's mum was my teacher. Um, so no oh, okay. More. What are you trying to say? Yeah, exactly. Mate, yeah, we're... we're not trying to say anything. Mouth! <laughs> <laughs> We've had this right. Anyway, Sips, obviously a uh, tough time for Wasp at the minute. Let's get onto a bit of serious rugby chat. Jim's bantering me, saying that uh, we're in the relegation zone, a relegation battle. He's dreaming, isn't he? Yeah. I didn't say that you're going to be in a relegation zone. You said I we said are. You are. Well, you're, you're third from bottom. It's not relegation. That's it. But obviously, Sips, there's loads of injuries at the club at the minute. There's um, a few boys coming back fit this week, hopefully. Launchers, Jimmy Gopeth. Nathan Hughes? Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's, there's, there's a few boys that are out and, you know, we've been one of the teams that's had unfortunate things which have just been... Someone fell on my leg, that's how I got injured. You know, 
Sam Jones injured his doing due like unlucky things. Do you know what I mean? It's not as if it's a cause of training. It's been unlucky things, and we've had to adapt. And you know, at the weekend, obviously, we didn't win, but I think we showed enough in our performance to know that we can move forward. And yeah, it's frustrating when last year everything goes swimmingly and you win all your games in the first six games or whatever it may be. But we know within our squad and within the system and the players that we have and the coaching staff that we're led by, we've got more than enough to you know, compete and try and get into that top half of the table. Good stuff. Well, thanks for coming on, Danny. Appreciate the call. We'll see you at the uh, Hey Bello fight. Um, yeah, and yeah. All, all the best for the recovery in between that. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you take your binoculars. Don't worry, mate. Yeah, we'll, uh, mate, we'll, we'll be, be right. ringside. But we'll, no, we'll be right at the back, mate. I, I'll see you there then. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, mate. Cheers, Sips. All right, cheers, guys. Take care. Cheers, mate. Like, I don't know. Like, can I call him Sips? Yeah, D Sips. I I thought he was a posh kid. Mate, he sounds like a geezer. Oh, mate, oh, how you doing, mate? Oh. Does that sound like geezer or not? No, no, no. no right, okay. No, he's a bit. He, he took that way he talked. He's a nice. He's a nice lad. He's got a, a bit of a mixed rep, actually, hasn't he? You know, he gets on front pages of newspapers for jumping in front of a bus and stuff like that. And everyone. A talent like that, everyone wants to just literally throw him under the bus. In this times. country. Yeah, in this country. See what he's done there. Um, but yeah, you like him. But he's, he is a good lad. Anyone that knows him, you know, he loves playing for Wasps. He's been exceptional for them last year. Maturing as a person. Um, Mate, he's an incredibly, I, incredibly a driven athlete. Yeah, he is. You know, he talks dedicated. About tra- yeah, he talks about training there. But mate, he's high. He's big deal, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He's with you David talk, Hay. So you talk about yeah, it's big time that, isn't it? You just call someone who's with David Hay. He had to tell us. But we'll be with. Yeah, he did. But we'll be. We're back in Belly, aren't we? You're back in Belly. No chance. Mate, so I, no, no, because I want to see. I want to see a third. A third one. I want to see a third a trilogy. Fight. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway, you talk about brothers again. He brought up Tom Evans. You know Tom Evans. Played golf with Max Evans last week. Ripped to the ripped to smithereens. Good lad. Mate, the, the Evans boys, are t- I shared a room with Tom once. Do you know what? Unbelievable story. Just say bareback, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> he was telling me about, so him and him and Tom live in Weybridge at the minute. Yeah. And he was just telling me their house was like a, a male brothel house. <sighs> Women just coming in and out the doors. Mate, I sat with Tom, right? Back doors it, going everywhere, front doors going everywhere, yeah. smashing doors everywhere. The bells are going, ding a ling a ling a ling a ling a ling a ling He showed me, I went for um, a few drinks with Tom, maybe last year, and he's got this app. So I don't know about these apps. I know there's Tinder, there's Grinder, Alex. Um, Super fans on it. But then there, there's this one app that is basically, you have to be a celebrity, we have to have X amount of followers to go on there. Are you on it? I could be on it, I don't need to. I've, I've got a lovely wife, she's my life! Um... <laughs> And he's showing me some of the people that he's messaging. I am like, hashtag OMG. Like, it's drooling, are you? Other celebrities, are they big Mate, names? They're, they're big, like, big names. Can you name me? Go on, name one. Natalie and Brulia. Phil Green used to do that. Yeah. I was really torn when I, I, saw, I saw that, about how I felt about her. <laughs> <laughs> um, mate, there was a couple of A-list. Like, on B-list... Mate, you're not A-list. Any, list, any other, any more A-list? Z-list. I can't say any names. We, we might try and get him on. Lovely Let's bloke. Lovely bloke. Hung like, like a an horse. absolute horse. Max it, said this. Yeah. So I, was, I said to Max, we're playing golf. I was like, Max, you know, obviously you're a good looking bloke as well. Tom's, you know, trying to crack the movie world in LA. I said, you know, what, what are the numbers? You know, what happens? He's like, he, all he needs to do is get his piece out. You've never seen anything like it. It's ridiculous. That's his brother saying That's that. That's his brother. So I, we used to give Max banter. So Max has a big bush on him, like a French bush refuses to shave it so oh, really yeah he, he loves it like that's his that's his signature so that's obviously a horrible signature ripped as man he is ripped to the nines he says like the pants come off bang and there's like that moment of what is that <laughs> you know there's that laughter and that that's his signature oh, you know dear. they're renowned for being good looking brothers but 
Who's the cousin? Chris Evans. Yeah. I was on a boat with Chris Evans, and that's why I was on the boat with Chris Evans, because he's cousins with Tom and Max. A throwback. I thought you spooned... Noel Edmonds. Was he on the boat no, as no, well? So it was Chris Evans' boat. Right. Because Max was on there. But Chris wasn't there. Yeah, Chris was there. And you were you were finger blasting. Well, Chris, Sorry, Chris was... was in the bedroom and I was I was spooning Noel Edmonds on the sofa. <laughs> but Stro- stroking was, his mullet. But that was because of Max. So I'm There we go. We're gonna go to some social media questions now. Alex, uh, you're the super fan and you're in to join us this week. You're with your main purpose being social media. What what questions have you got for us? Who's the biggest tool you ever played with? The biggest tool? Who had the biggest tool? No, who was the biggest tool? Oh, good question, that. Oh, that is a great question. Mainly on the piss. So a night out. The biggest tool comfortably that I've ever played with in my life. Neil Best. Oh, my word. He was in Singapore. Yeah, he's the shittest bloke you'll ever drink with. He was in Singapore. (laughs) I heard a story story that I can't say. (laughs) Oh, yes. He got dragged out of the pub by his hair. I think I know this story. Can you say it? No. I've seen a video. No, but uh, yeah, so uh, social hand grenade, starts trying to fight his teammates on the piss, et cetera, et cetera. Biggest tool on the field. I, can't, I don't know. Off the field is easily Neil Best. I'll leave on the field to you, Jim. But I, haven't, I haven't got any on the field. Cruz, you didn't like Cruz, did you? Yeah, I didn't like Cruzo. Just so arrogant. No, he's a good lad. <laughs> Cruzo, pick and choose Ashton. You had a big nah, Ash, Austin Ash, last week. Ashy's a good lad. Nah, off the field is a tool. Well, Ashy? Yeah, he's a tool. I prefer him off the field than on it, to be fair, but. Do you? Yeah, worse. I thought I thought his off-field antics went against him for the stuff that he did on the field. I quite like Ashley off the field. Getting all right with him. No, no. Oh, I tell you why you don't like him. Why? Because he's. <laughs> I've just remembered now. What? Well, he came at you last week, didn't he, on Twitter? That he ruined you on Twitter, didn't he? Yeah. About he begging to come home because you and Fabian Galtier didn't get on very well at Montpellier. No. So when we so we had our first Christmas party, I, I actually got on really well with Ashley. I got a lot of time for him, but the first Christmas party at Saracens, I've come in there, the backest bother of the UK. <laughs> what you are? Well, I was like four times the size of you. Yeah, out, out of shape. And... <laughs> so I've I've rolled into there, and then Christmas do. So got dressed up. Christmas put a nice red shirt on. Got me trousers. Put a special jacket on. Put me wedding jacket on. Special occasions for Saracens Christmas do. End of the night. Go to get my jacket. It's gone. Like Kaiser Soze. It's gone. Where's my jacket? No idea. I'm searching round. I can see lots of the lads are giggling of northern descent. Northern monkeys. Go down to the toilet. And then one of the lads comes in, oh, you need to, you, your jacket's in the toilet. I was like, what do you mean it's in the toilet? And the guy's in the toilet, wash your hands and be clean. You need your jacket. I was like, where is it? Shows me in the black bag where you put the tissues. My jacket has been ripped into a million pieces and it's in that black bag. Did you, Ooh. next thing to do, did you mop him? Chris Ashton. Ashley ripped up your blazer? It had gone past, it had gone past mopping. <laughs> it was, it was the red do. shirt descended into red mist. Really, really. Yeah, I've got, I'd gone full cough skin. Where was I kicked party? the door down? Where was the party? It was somewhere was in it? London. Outside? Oh no, 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 it was, no so it was somewhere in London. But the, the party was upstairs. We were downstairs. Full red mist has descended. Yeah, I've gone mad, and I've looked at him, and he's denying it. People, you know, like one of them where it's embarrassing. You're in a bar, people. It wasn't me, back. mate. No, 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 no. It wasn't me, mate. It wasn't me, mate. So we had a bit of a fallout after that. Um, you fell him in, or? No, because he's one of them guys that you love to hate, Chris Ashton is. Mm. Like, genuinely, he's one of them guys where you just want to hate him, but you can't, because he's actually a really nice bloke. So what you're saying is he bullied you, ripped up your jacket, you did nothing about it. Your wedding jacket. Basically. To Beck. Basically. Years of marriage, love. Yeah. He's ruined those memories. Yeah. And you let him get away with it scot-free. Exactly right. And that's why... Fucking soft you are, Jim. I know. I know. The old Jim would have filled him in. There was a soft part to me. 
Well, we know that. There is. We've seen that picture on uh, on Facebook, haven't we? What? The soft part, the little no, fella. No, yeah, anyway, what's the next question? <laughs> I've remembered another one. Biggest tool on the field. Comfortably known throughout the Premiership as the most hated player in the Premiership. Dickie Bird. Yeah, Lee Dixon. Really? Yeah, Lee yeah, Dixon. What a nose. Just don't even him. don't even know him off the field, but what a nose. How ugly. <laughs> well, yeah. He'd be in your, he'd be your captain of your, your ugly. Would he? Team ugly. So Lee Dixon knows. I, I remember he, a couple of years ago, we were playing against Northampton for Wasps. And it was when all this stuff was coming out about Joe Simpson potentially getting in the... Joe Simpson was playing really well, probably because he was playing with me at 10. Um, there was chat of him playing, getting picked for England. At the time, Lee Dixon, I think, was fourth choice England scrum half. And Simo was probably fifth choice, but the, the, the guy that they were going to shove in the squad, potentially his third choice, scrum's going down. They have a bit of a wrestle trying to get the ball off each other. Obviously, Simo's on top of Dicko, fills him in a little bit. Dicko then gets up and's like, no, you play Simo, you fifth choice scrum half in England. Big chat coming from the fourth choice. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not, not even playing for England, so what are you on about? So, yeah, Dicko, he's proper nose. Um, so we'll give it to him. OK, well, that actually leads on to the next question quite well, which is the best player, in your opinion, to have never got international honours. I don't know, because loads of people have got captain, though. Yeah, but there's people, Will Fraser... Yes, good shout. Will Fraser, and he's recently retired. Talking of Will Fraser, I read his book, and I'm not at all trying to sell Henry Fraser's book because he is doing well itself, and I'm sure a lot of listeners have, have maybe read it. He's coming to a live podcast on the 25th. Hey, Will and Henry. Henry. Will and Henry are. Good, but, but good family, actually. I've had a few beers with the old man at a dinner. Top lads. Read 20 pages. It took you, me you about can, an hour. You can read. Mate, I don't normally read. <laughs> it took him three yeah. weeks. It took me I've an heard hour. you tell some stories before, but Mate, you're making this up. Crying. 20 pages into his book and I'm on the train I'm like what is wrong with me like I am crying like I've got tears that rolling down I was like I can't read it on the train you just you've just had twins you're on an emotional yeah, roll exactly. the hormones good read though seriously you need to read it but as a player Will Fraser unbelievable and the whole Saracens thing and we've spoken about the culture before comes from him the culture is set by Will Fraser amongst others Jamie George Owen George Cruz that group of players but it's from Will Fraser, mate. The way that he talks about the club and the successes, but also what he did on the pitch. He got player of the season at Saracens two years ago when we won the final against Racing Metro. And uh, yeah, just injuries, he retired this season. One for me is quite is quite apt at the minute with his form. And you've played with him. Henry Trinder, when he's fit, and he's just got fit again now. And he's Is he not up. capped? Maybe the Barbarians who played that game. Yeah, but it's not capped though. Yeah, I know it isn't, yeah. yeah. But I'm sure I've seen him in an England shirt. Yeah. But he, on his day, when he's fully fit, and he's, I think he's 28 now, so what some people are saying, oh, it's too late for him and stuff like that. No chance. Because there's Jonathan oh, Joseph good. and, he, mate, he, Henry Trinder's unbelievable. Yeah. Scored some worldy tries, set up some, you know, the try he set up for Billy 12 trees yeah. the other week. He made, you watch his highlight clip from the weekend. How powerful does he look? That try he scored at the weekend, yeah. where he stepped back inside and rolled out, stretched over the line, just the power and the, and the feet. Usually when they've been out of the game with injuries for so long, generally you see the first thing that goes is that just little bit of speed. Mate, that's what happened to me. You mate, never, mate, broke, you never broke had my ankle. Broke my ankle back in 1999. You're like that big fella off uh, Happy Gilmore. That's Mr. Gilmore's jacket running down the hill like an absolute freak. That's how you Hang looked on, on a rugby field. you know what's funny about that? When you were running. Because after my... He had a, my, he had no, a set no, of moves as well. After my jacket got done at Christmas, <laughs> after my jacket got done at Christmas, any time I was running at Saracens... The Northerners is that Mr. Gilmore's jacket <laughs> off the back of that ruthless banter. I should have. I, I should have. Wiggy. I bet Wiggy was involved in yeah, that as well. Of course he was. Yeah, he loves a podcast. Let's go to the rumor mill. Uh, Exeter to um, beat Wasp to Alex Lazowski. 
Lazowski. Lazowski. Lazowski. Lazowski. Yeah, so uh, Exeter. It's Polish. They're chasing after him. Uh, Exeter are chasing. Well, there's rumours of it. Chat of wasps. Him going back to wasps. But I, I really enjoyed Alex Anderson yesterday. After the game, BT Sport, he stood there and he's gone, we've offered him a decent contract. Is it right to go and play rugby every week for a lesser team than Saracens or work with Owen Farrell every week, play 10 and 12 at the best club in Europe? So that's his choice. Well, he's not going to play 12, is he, Owen, if Brad Barrett's Well, there's chat of Brad eventually retiring. He's not. He's not no, I know he's not. He's got another, he'll play an, at least another year. But yeah. at some point, Brad Barrett, amazing stalwart for Saracens, great player, tough as old boots. Body smashed. Mate, if you play like that, at some point, you, you're fucked. Yeah. And he'll, do, he'll play this year and make probably another year. But there's that progression for Al. And I, I, you know, I think, does he stay at Saracens? Yeah, I think that's the best place for him. I'd love to see him there. But he's obviously after coin. Owen is going to be the starting tenant at Saracens. He's not going to play 12 at Saracens. No, no, but Lozowski could play. Alex could play 12. No. They're not the, not the way that Saracens want to play. Okay. Man, they, they're all about defence. Alex is one of the, the the weakest part of his game is his defence. He fucking smashes people, no, mate. I, I'm not talking about on one-off hits. I'm talking about... Defensive reads. Yeah, defensive yeah. reads like says systematically. Jim. Mate, says me, I can say that's so much easier on this side. I'm not saying he's not a great defender, mate, he is. But for Saracens, they're not going to put him at 12. They want boys who are big. Yeah. You know what I mean? And big and get, can, can get over the game line and get Billy around the corner and stuff, so... Ben Teo going to yeah, Sarri. Yeah, exactly. Ben Teo, you know. And you talk about Sarri. Obviously, the news last week, Reese Webb, Sarri's were trying to sign him. He's gone for Toulon for some ka-ching. It was a wrench, quote. It was not a it wrench. It was a wrench. <laughs> it was a wrench leaving the Ospreys for half a mil. Uh, Alex Lewington, potentially to Saracens as well. How good is he? Strong boy. He's Leicester, a good player. Leicester skin, isn't he? I can't believe he didn't play for Leicester. Isn't they he? Got rid of they, they, they got rid of him. Yeah. So there we go. There's the rumours. Let's, uh, let's have a look at the Champions Cup preview. Ulster, seven-day turnaround versus Wasps have only got a five-day turnaround. I know you're peeved off about this, Goody. Read your column. You're not happy about that, are you? No, I'm not. Well, and fair enough, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, It's tough. It's ridiculous. This day and age, when you talk about all the injuries, when you talk about extending the season, whoever's putting the, these fixtures together, and I know there's a bit of TV input in there as well, to make a team go from Saracens away, you know, historically two of the best teams in the Premiership over the last couple of years, away on a Sunday and then backing that up with Ravenhill over in Ulster on a Friday. You've got a five-day turnaround. So you think about it logically. Sunday, you play the game. Monday, you can't move. So you're recovering. Tuesday, you're still struggling a little bit, aren't you? Players, that yeah. that'll be another recovery session. Maybe a light walkthrough because the boys physically, especially off the back of playing on a 4G pitch. Exactly. So Haskell, Johnson, your, these, you know, the bigger guys. Your back's fucked. Your knees are fucked. Your ankles, everything. A lot worse on a 4G pitch. Um, and then you go, so that's Tuesday done. Wednesday, you can train. So you've got one day's training, one day's prep. Thursday, light team running you and you're flying. Game Friday. That is crazy when you, th- when you, you, you talk put it in, about it. Yeah. You put it into mm. perspective like that. You think of a normal Saturday to Saturday, seven-day turnaround. Sunday, you're off or you're having a light recovery session. Monday, again, you're recovering. You get Tuesday and Wednesday training. Thursday off, Friday train, Saturday. So you've, got, you, you've reduced your training days from three and a half to... About one by but, having a five-day test. Yeah. It's ludicrous. But that's one of them where you can actually see them going there and playing really well off the back of maybe not training. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it will happen. I think mm. Ulster with oh, Ross injuries oh. and the fact that they're in relegation battle in the Premiership. But <laughs> genuinely, I think they're going to struggle anyway. But you can see it happening where they just do one training day and they go there and they're ready. Smash and grab. In between TV executives picking games, uh, in between Premiership rugby standing up and saying, actually... In this day and age, there's no way you should have a five-day turnaround. It should be minimum six days in between games. And you can do that. You can have a Friday game, then the next week someone can play on Saturday. 
or sorry, Saturday game, then next week playing a Friday, but not Friday, Sunday to Friday. It's ludicrous. Two away games as well. Yeah. Like you've got to put So that you're in. feeling now for Wasps, aren't you? You feel sorry I, for I do feel yeah, for, sorry for Wasps because, it, you know, they've got to try and keep it under 50 to keep it respectable. <laughs> what a twat. I'm there's joking. Some, there's some good matchups because Exeter versus uh, Unbeaten Glasgow and then uh, Northampton get a chance of revenge against Saracens as well because you guys wrote them off after that first game. And now look. Can we just go back a right again and just think Let's about it, what, the power of me and Goody? Week one, Northampton, they get absolutely blitzed by the mighty Saracens. Massacre right? it was. So we talk about it, and there's been discontent in Northampton about this podcast. I spoke to Dorian West. He's not too happy about what's been said. But look what's happened. It's kicked that team on. They went to top of the league after that, okay? Four wins on the spin. Four wins on the spin. Harlequins, another team that we bagged. Look what they went on to do. What did they do? I forgot. They beat Wasps at the Rico. <laughs> they beat Wasps at the Rico. I didn't really forget. Sale, right? So we're chatting about Sale on their demise. The week after that, they go and put record points um, on Gloucester away. We bagged Gloucester. We had Ed Slater on the phone. Mate, ain't good enough. Gloucester, what is going on? Boom. They beat top of the league, Northampton. So, so let's get stuck into Wasps. Yeah, go on then. Here you go. This is your chance, Goody. Get into them. Mate, oh, he's, he's, he's an employee. Off the back of all our Heaven, success. Mate. Heaven with teams where we've given them a bit of stick and then they've produced the goods. I'm going to say Wasps. We've lost before in the spin. We need to improve. <laughs> <laughs> the then we're going, to go, we're going to go to Ulster and win now. There you go. It's, um, uh, they'll probably come into the ugly um, on the good, the bad, the ugly. Will they? Yeah. Well, no, they don't know. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. But the good this week, obviously, every week, loads of good. Uh, we'll start off with the human ice cream. We had him on the show a few weeks back. Jamie George, he was outstanding yesterday. Three tries. For the big belly monster, the girth, they call him, don't they, at yeah. Saracens? Henry Trinder as well. Thought he was outstanding for Gloucester. We spoke about that earlier. Let's talk about South African rugby. Malcolm Marks, how good was he? Do you see the game? Absolutely incredible. He's a monster. Holy Is he the winger? Sh- no, he's the hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Great prep, Jim. Yeah, he... I'm busy. Ivan, I don't know much about the type five, but it's 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 something when someone like me can actually see how good someone is and and the, and the type five makes such an influence on a game. Do you know what he's, do you know what he's like? Unbelievable. Do you know what he's like? He's like a fit, slim, strong Jamie George. Like imagine how good Jamie George is. He's just an ex. But you look at Jamie George and he shouldn't be as good as he should be. What's right? his name? Malcolm Marks. Him what and, a name as well. Malcolm him Marks. Him and Elizabeth between them held the All Blacks. Yeah. yeah. So Malcolm Marks Mate, set up one. Overrated, mate. It's a bit over. Let's go. Damien McKenzie made 135 metres. How good was he at four? Ben who? Ben Smith who? Never heard of Ben Smith, have you? It's just, it's just the mistakes he makes that leads him down. Mate, McKenzie, match-winning try on 69 minutes. Wheels. Decent, decent counter-attack wheels. Just shows that the game is built for all shapes and sizes. He's a little mm. fella, and he dominated. Uh, anyone see, did you see Milner Scudder's offload? Yes. Yeah, he awesome. did his shoulder then, didn't he, when he offloaded yeah. it? Uh, not oh, then, no, no, it was later, later on. on. But he's, he's made a break from 50-60 out. Gets five metres away from the Southkin line. Boom, round the back. Just skills it. What gym. a name. Mudder Scudder. <laughs> <laughs> Nehey Milner Scudder. Nehey Mudder Scudder. I, I, actually, if I have a fifth child, I might call him that. There we go. Naughtiest offload you've ever seen. And we'll stay in New Zealand, because this will hurt you, won't it, Andy? What? Okay, go on. Where, where are you from? Oh, you're going to talk about where the, are you from? Just, uh, 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 I'm from? Okay, I'm from Canterbury. Go ahead. Go. Yeah, you want to talk about Ranfurly Shield? So Taranaki. I never even knew you knew about the Ranfurly yeah. Shield. Yeah, Taranaki, 21 0 down to Canterbury, end up winning a game of touch rugby, 55 43. They take the Ranfurly Shield, and they're going to finish top, aren't they? They only need one more win to finish top. So that was pretty good. But we'll move on from that. We're going to go. We're going to go to Jim. You're going to watch Jim. Jim's Scottish. I'm yeah. going to give a shout out to a Scottish team. Glasgow, six from six in the pro. No one cares about it. 14. Only unbeaten team in the Northern Hemisphere. The good this week goes to Glasgow. They've gone over to Bloemfontein. The Cheetahs dusted them down 
got a bonus point over there. They're six from six, Glasgow. So this week, the good goes to a Scottish team, the Glasgow Warriors, mate. Thanks for that. Mate, I like your hair today. Thank you. Thank you very much. But genuinely, you've put a comb through it's, that. That's, that's, that's two compliments. I love yeah. you. Three we're, strikes and you're out, mate. We're, getting, we're getting tight now. Yeah, it's getting are. heavy. Uh, the bad. Um, Ospreys, they were pretty poor. They've only won one out of six. Uh, I've got to put wasps in the bad. We've lost four on the spin. We're not, we're not that bad. We showed a lot of bite. but Bad or ugly? Uh, bad. Bad, okay. We're just bad. We lost four on the spin, but the bad this week has got to go to Argentina. Yes, they put up another spirited performance against the Wallabies, but they've lost 11 of their last 12 tests. I don't get them. They're so, always so 11 close. 11 of their last 12 it tests. doesn't matter game, how good the team is. Their next game, they're playing the best team in the world, England. It was the winger for, for Australia that I saw that was good. How do you watch all this rugby, Goody? Just keep your eye on the ball, mate. Research. Do your bits. I was keeping my eye on the ball. Change your nappies, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... This week, the bad Argentina have lost 11 out of 12 tests on the spin. Next up, England at Twickenham. There's no win coming there. And then finally, the ugly. Just the amount of injuries in the Premiership. It's just not on. There's a chance, Jim. If we do a little bit of training, we could get a game again. So many people have hacked. I've been asked to come out of retirement twice. Have you actually? Yeah. Bye. Bye. Just name drop. It doesn't matter. Saracens and Cov. Saracens, really? All right. Can we can we see some proof? Or? No need to prove it, mate. mate second rows. Let's talk about Saracens, actually. So, I'll do my research. You talk about stats. Watching BT Sport yesterday, Saracens this year have got the best line out in the Premiership so far in terms of winning possession and in terms of defensive line out. So they turn more line outs over. They win more of the opposition ball. Last be, year, best line out or most improved? Best line out and yeah. most improved because last year they were eighth in the Premiership. Mate, that's, and a certain no, Jim Hamilton, a certain Jim Hamilton was running the line out last year. So you go from but that's last a, that, year, that's a, that's a fabricated. It's stat. not a fabricated stat. It was on BT Sport last so that, year, eighth. So, so this year first. But, but Saracens also, yeah, it was effect. Also, I saw it on the screen. Yeah. Also had a, a more conceded against them at the weekend. How many more tries did we concede at Saracens last year? Four, one. All right, so it's even then. So one, but there's there's been five games, six, six games. Yeah. Well, there are five games. The Northampton game didn't count. That, that was a game of touch. There's been six games, right? Yeah. Okay, last year, we scored more points off our line-out than any other team. Exeter was second. These are lies. These are lies. Anyway. Well, I'm coming back out of retirement, mate. <laughs> Seriously, I'm <laughs> gone. What did they offer you? A bag of crisps and a couple of beers? Or 750 grand that you well, think we, we, didn't, we didn't get to that point. Oh, okay. Right. There we go. So the ugly this week goes to the injury crisis across the Premiership. So we're going to finish off the show with a new feature. It's called Jack Norrick Jim. A little bit of a story from Jim and uh, I'm just going to leave it with you now Jim just give us every uh, every little detail of what you got there mate yeah so this has been sent in by a lady called Mina Carter oh is this the queen oh it could be the queen this could be a code name so this has been sent in by Mina Carter and this is called Hitting on the Hooker oh yeah please <clears throat> she'd been stood up unbelievable Fern Morgan checked her watch 40 minutes late and no message Greg had stood her up. Checking out the level in her class, she abandoned being a lady and down the drink in one swallow. Down in one. Ah, she grimaced. After a long week at work and the disappointment of a not date with Greg from acquisitions, she wasn't in the mood. Goody, she was not in the mood. All she wanted to do was commune with her drink, get happily buzzed and head on home to seek consolation in the tub of ice cream she kept at the reserve of the back of a freezer. Yes, I like her. That's about you. Yeah. I mean, this could be you. Yep. The door at the front of the bar crashed open and loud male voices announced the Bad arrival voices. of a large group. So Jim, Ravo, Abo, Michael Alford. Yeah, the boys. Basically the boys. Alfie! The bar staff froze for a second before the one nearest to her groaned. Oh. 
Fern studied the chaos at the front of the bar through the mirror. What sort of story is this? Mate, it's called the bloody, the hitting on the hooker. The Strathstoke Sharks were famous for their ability on the pitch when they'd stormed the, to victory in the premiership, then the cup that they won. And infamous for somewhat exuberant nights out in the local bars, they were loud, brash, and could be a pain in the backside when celebrating. I mean, they sound loose as fuck from what I'm reading. <laughs> Crazy guys. Yeah, I mean, they, these are so loose. It's a real story. What's... Well, we'll find out at the end. If she'd known they were playing today, she might have thought twice about coming out tonight. Date with Greg or not, a night in it might have worked a lot better. A couple of vodkas and a chance to scratch that itch that had been bugging her for months on the arse. I did the arse bit. <laughs> Christ, she couldn't remember the last time she'd had sex. Here we go. Here we go, guys. This is where you should have started. Yeah. Long days at work and exhaustion had limited options for meeting prospective partners. Thank God for vibrators. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Zero now, to 100 real quick. Yeah. Without them, she'd have gone nuts. Tom Sexton, I presume this is Good Johnny name. Sexton's brother, yep. took his drink with a sigh of relief and turned to check the rest of the lads were settled. He'd loved nights out with the squad, especially after a tough game like today, but it could be bloody hard work at times. On the pitch, they worked like a well-oiled machine, chewing up and spitting out teams that dared oppose them. But off it and out into town, it was like herding ferrets, ones with ADHD and Tourette's. Yeah, that's in there. Genuinely. Hey! <laughs> oh, hey. She stumbled mid-step and trod on his toe. Obviously not expecting anyone to be so close. Oh, sorry. Didn't see you there. A hint of perfume reached his nose, delicate and haunting. He thought she'd be pretty. He was wrong. She was stunning. Hanging. Oh. Yeah, I thought she was going to be hanging. That's what I thought I was going to say. Huh? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to trouble on you. I didn't hurt you, did I? He smiled. His best panty remover, charming smile. Well, that depends. <laughs> depends on what, eh? On whether or not you'd it's let right, me get stuff, another. Mate. Yeah, he flicked a glance at the empty glass behind her and he dropped his voice, risking a small move closer. You'd be doing me a big favour. Half of this lot want to talk about cars and the other half just want to chat up women. I am dying for some intelligent conversation. I mean, this just sounds like it's going to escalate, we're hoping. So, mm -hmm. we, so we started with, wait, can wait. you get your wabs out? Yeah, I'm going to add on to that at the end. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess I have time for one more drink. I'm Tom, and I'm with the Sharks, but I guess you'd already knew that, he said, and kicked himself. So much for Mr. Cool. <laughs> she chuckled, a dirty little sound that hit him right in the groin. I'm Fern. Pleased to meet you. I'm Tom. And then basically he's got to the bar and he's bent her over and absolutely destroyed her. <laughs> in the arse! <laughs> Chapter two's coming next week. I mean, what was that all about? So that's week it's one. Alex is unbuttoning his jeans over here. Mate, yes. Mate, it's got slightly hot in here. He's barred up, isn't he? But that's you know chapter <laughs> conditioning's on very cold. Don't worry about it. But that's chapter one on hitting on the hooker. So basically, it's, uh, Johnny Sexton's been stoned up for Fern Cotton. <laughs> what? Greg okay, stood so up the bird. Yeah. And Johnny Sexton, he's, he's, he's up to his nuts and guts. Well, there's three people involved in this. No, no. There's three people involved in this. Fern Cotter. It's three ball. Yes, the three ball. Come back next week for chapter two of Come. Hitting on the Hooker. Hitting on the Hooker. We've just uh, uh, announced a live show for Bristol. Bristol! Bristol's! <laughs> 20th of November. Go to uh, Eventbrite to, to check it out. It's at the Bristol Walkabout. Bristol's! So if you want to get your tickets, because every one of our shows are sold out months in advance, so make sure you get in quick if you want to go to this one. It's on 20th of November at Bristol Walkabout. Uh, go to Eventbrite to check it out. Make sure you follow us on Twitter as well. Check out our social media. And Guinness and yes. Diageo will be helping us out and making it awesome like they do every other time. Is there a better place to live? With the name Bristol's. Just putting it out there. Rugby pod. Pod, pod, pod. Uh -huh.